So, what got you into pro wrestling? Like, what was your first sort of exposure to it? Was there a particular, uh, like, star that got you in, or you just like the shows in general? So, believe it or not, I started with figures. Okay. Like, All I right. was a, like, action figure guy, right? And I like wrestling. But as a kid, it, it was just like, I, I don't know how to navigate channels. You know, violence was a... Uh, a thing that was that that kind of didn't exist in my house growing up when i got older though when i got to like maybe like eight nine years old like fucking that's when uh uh what do you call it? the guy my mom was dating at the time um was like hey wrestling's on tv i'm like wait that's it it's on tv like really <laughs> and i remember the first episode that i watched i know it it Maybe someone can help me out here. It was the episode where Rhino gored the shit. At, it was either Chris Jericho or Christian through the fucking SmackDown backdrop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Chris Jericho. Yeah. Yep. That was the first episode of wrestling that I actually watched. And it all went downhill from there, man. I was in and out of the video store getting old ass wrestling VHSs. <laughs> like back to like the Hulk Hogan days. Like. I'm like 12 years old at this point, like fast forward. <laughs> and I want to know about like, you know, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. And then I bought, and then I fucking rented the, uh, the Mick Foley hardcore DVD, uh, what do you call it? VHS. And I started fucking yeah. watching that shit. So now I'm like, it's Saturday. I got a stack of VHSs. Time to sit here and gain knowledge. <laughs> I love that. I love that. 9th of August, 2001 was when that gore happened. Yep. And then uh, I fascinate my most fascinating, fascinating uh, era of wrestling would be the Attitude Era. Um, That's one word. Yeah. When they dropped the Attitude Era collections and shit, I, I was like, I want to see everything from this fucking era. <laughs> Even though I grew up in the actual era, yeah, I just didn't watch wrestling until like steadily until 2001. I knew all the people that were on TV via my action figures at that time. When I finally got like a glimpse of like Degeneration X and like Gold Dust and fucking X Pac and shit, I was like, okay, so this is who they were. And holy shit, these guys are badass. And then when WWE 13 came out, that was it. I stayed in my house for a week. Uh, I unlocked everything there was for me to unlock. And I put JBL against Bradshaw. <laughs> and that was the main <laughs> backlash. I, yeah, that, that was about, that was probably a similar age. I, I got into it. Um, it was um 1999 and yeah i was i was sort of 12 13 years old i just saw i just turned it on one one saturday and saw stone cold steve austin beating up his boss and immediately that got me intrigued at uh i don't know i must have hated the high school head teacher or something so the idea of just kicking the boss's ass so then i i found out that the time difference was meant that i had to get up at one in the morning to, to actually watch st valentine's day massacre so I did. I, I got up in the middle of the night, snuck down the stairs, very creaky stairs. 
and then uh, yeah, watch Stone Cold versus Vince do his thing, and then I was I was hooked from there. Shortly after that, it was WrestleMania, and uh, yeah, I, I mean I've had lulls kind of all over the years. Uh, in, in the last few, obviously, there's been a resurgence, but um, yeah, Steve Austin was my first. That, that I mean, that's a hell of a fucking first person to get introduced to. <laughs> it really is, yeah, like. <laughs> Like all of a sudden, glass breaks, and you got this angry bald guy walking toward me, toward me with a badass vest and jean shorts. And he's yeah. drinking beer at work. Yeah, <laughs> bring his boss. Like, I mean, I didn't have a chance. World at that point. <laughs> I, I didn't have a chance. When you when you first exposed to the goat, you know, I, I mean, I'd say arguably, but just in terms of persona and everything that he he was at that time, like. Yeah, he was red hot by 99, wasn't he? Yeah, it was insane. Absolutely insane. Insane. Um, yeah, right. and I followed I followed shortly after. You were what uh, what what was your first event do you remember seeing? So my well the first event I ever watched was so a family friend had all the videotapes um from like late 80s, early 90s. And so we had, because I remember looking at all the artwork for like the Survivor Series and yep. SummerSlam and WrestleManias and stuff. Um, and he, he he said that I could take one. Um, and he gave me WrestleMania 7. And this probably would have been about 93. So a couple of years after it had actually happened. I later obviously realized that he gave me WrestleMania 7 because at the time it was the shittiest WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, or, well, what, what fans considered the shittiest anyway, but I loved it. I had absolutely no idea what was going on. It, but I remember around the same time the Hulk Hogan uh, cartoon came on TV. So there are all these weird characters on TV who I didn't know, but I loved Roddy Piper because it was a man wearing a, a skirt, a kilt. <laughs> um, and then and then I had I had the videotape to go alongside it of just like Hogan versus Slaughter and like the the graphics of that of like Hogan just pissing blood everywhere in the camel clutch end of the match and stuff and like the Jake the Snake promo that that was in it and stuff was so just I was like this man terrifies me but I need to know more mm-hmm. and then I just watched that videotape over and over again until '99. So you got into WWE, WWF as it was, uh, um, uh, Valentine's Day Massacre, mm-hmm. and then a few months later I got WrestleMania 15 as a present. Mm. And um, and that's yeah, that's when just the back end of the Attitude Era. That's when it all, it all came tumbling down. Uh, another thing too, like aside from like wrestling figures, I even got into the games earlier than like actually watching it on TV. I think the my first wrestling game I actually ever owned was WWF Warzone. Same, yes. Oh, oh yes. Classic a game. One. Um, the second one I ever owned was WCW NWO. I think it uh, Mayhem. Revenge? I think. Uh, I think it was Mayhem. It might have been Mayhem. WCW yeah, Mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. And then just to complete, and then just to complete the trifecta of. Um, wrestling company games i i found out about ecw so i Mm. i I had a copy of ecw anarchy rules i love i love the fact that because then i got the smackdowns which is by far one of the greatest game series ever 
SmackDown games yeah. were a game changer. Yeah, they were. When they came they out, were. it was such yeah. such a level up. Like they, I still remember all the um, the the camera flashes, like ridiculous amount of camera flashes when you play in the matches, and that, yeah. that was a really good button bashing game too. It's exactly it really what I needed. Was. Yeah, it was. I hope Fight Forever's like that. I'd be interested to see what Fight Forever's like. I don't know if I'll get it yet. I'm, I'm yeah, kind of, got... I'm interested in it just for. I, I like the fact that it's like an arcade, like the uh, the old style, like SmackDown games. Mm. I kind of mm-hmm. like that render, so that really doesn't bother me as much. It's good to kind of escape to one of those classic ones anyway. Like, it's yeah, a fun. Doesn't, ex- yeah, doesn't have to be too well, realistic. I, yeah, well, no, knowing was, how much those guys love the old, like the N sixty four stuff, like knowing how much they love No Mercy and. You know, NWO Revenge and and those kinds of games, and probably the early SmackDown ones too. It, yeah, it looks like like let WWE do the realism in the video games. Give me something really fucking fun that I can just get exactly. get properly stuck into. Exactly, because WWE the new 2K game is as realistic as you can get. You have GM mode now. You can have a little competition. AEW, I'm completely okay with it being the let me escape for a little while and have fun at a barbed wire exploding death match. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, 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 that's probably be a good selling point for him, right? We've got a lot of double or nothing matches. <laughs> I'm counting nine. We got a massive, massive card, so there's nine matches. I just don't know where to start, so I'll just start with a random one Wardlow and Christian. What do you reckon? Oh, god. For the <laughs> AEW Hot Potato Championship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I already know. <laughs> I would really like to see Christian win, only to see Lucha, Luchasaurus kick his fucking head off in the future for it. Um, I think the last time Christian did this, like, all the same, he's doing all the same tactics he did with Jungle Boy, minus the flat out "your dad's dead." He kind of gave that a subtle nudge toward Wardlow. Mm. Um, he's coming off of like you know a, a return essentially, like he he's reinvented uh, Luchasaurus a little bit. He's gotten a little mm-hmm. like sly with a little bit more sly with his character. I think this title win would be great for Christian as one more title win. Yeah, actually, I'm going with my heart. I really want Christian to win this. I really want Christian to win this. And then I want to see him versus Luchasaurus down the line as like the, hey, here you go, kid. Passing of the torch. Fuck that shit. Let's do it. Yeah, I was thinking Christian too. Just the hot potato thing. So I think that's a good yeah. general rule. If there's a TNT match, assume a new champion. And you because might win most of the time. It's either the hot potato championship or the cheap or the cheap pop championship. Wink wink. Oh, oh that, that was beautiful on a belt, wouldn't it? The the first the first, <laughs> first one happened with Darby, didn't it? In Darby's home state. And then Darby won the fucking TNT championship and then fucking Hobbs in California. And then Wardlow back in his home state, and now mm. currently Wardlow. I would love to see Christian win this, do his thing with Luchasaurus, and then if he calls, if he hangs up the boots after that, good shit. You had a hell of an AEW run. 
Yeah, he did. It's been a real good run. He's, he sort of brought that Savage Heel stuff um, back to wrestling. Um, yeah. In a big way. Yeah, I'm happy to go Christian too. I'm, I'm happy with Christian. And um, if I if I jump over to our AI compadre, um, I'll summarize. I'll summarize these results pretty quickly because uh, as mad as some of them got, um, nobody has seven hours to to listen to it all. <laughs> you might as well just wait till in the weekend and watch the event. Um, so, Chat GPT agreed that Christian will win all right. after Luchasaurus choke slams Wardlow off the top of a ladder. Shit. I buy that happening. I'll go for that. Nice. Right. Pushing on. Hardy Party versus The Firm. Hardy Party. Hardy Party. Be good. I, I don't, I, I'm sorry. I want to like The Firm. I do want to like The Firm. They actually have some very nice talent in that group. Just MJF left them after introducing them. And, you know, they were kind of like, well, what do we do now? Let's just make shit up on the fly. Yeah, it's one of those. It seems a bit clunky, yeah. doesn't it? But I do think I do think Hardy Party, because they've got that stipulation on the line, haven't they? That he gets, um, oh, what is it? Contract? He gets control of Ethan. So that that'd be a good way to keep, I guess, keep it going a bit longer. This one, yeah. Although, admittedly, I haven't seen too much of this story. I think it's Hardy Party's all round. Even AI suggested the Hardys for the win after Jeff hits a Swanson. Ooh, this is a good one. 21-man battle royal, Orange Cassidy against everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't even know who's going to be in it. It's probably going to be... I got to hear options here. So apparently, this, as the story goes, 20 people went into Tony Khan's office and wanted a shot at the international title because Orange Cassidy put an open challenge out there. And then uh, Orange says, well... If we count me, there's 21. We're in Vegas, blackjack. So now we've got a 21-man battle royal for the international title. So I guess we'll get everyone's favorites in this one, some Ring of Honor people. Uh, I think Danny Garcia is going to be in it. Shit, who else? Probably Lucha Bros making an appearance. Who else? Are we going to get some Bullet Club representation in there? Hopefully we get I... some Forbidden Door talent, like New Japan coming in, maybe one or two. For the sake of our fantasy pick. <laughs> Orange Cassidy. That's right. You've got Cassidy in there. Who else you got? Samoa Joe's not going to be in it. No, None of the House of Black are going to be in it. Yeah, I think we need Orange Cassidy too. We have him in our team. We've got Orange Cassidy. We've got... That's that's it. Everyone, unless John Moxley makes a cheeky appearance. All right. So Who do you see him... Um... So here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna do. My actual pick is going to be Orange Cassidy to retain. Okay. For the sake of our league. My heart pick. <laughs> I want to say Miro. Mm. Miro's a good shout. Yeah, then they could take that belt over to um, yeah, take a belt over to the new show. Defend it abroad. Sean Miro would like to go back Bulgaria or somewhere. Have a cheeky match over there. He could take it to New Japan. Miro in New Japan defending that thing. Oh yes. Oof. My actual pick, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. All right. Oh, what do you think, Ant? Andrade? 
Should we go for an outside bet? I mean, you've got yeah, you got Andrade, Miro's very good shout. Um, you've got. I'm assuming Jay Lethal or Juice, not Jay Lethal, um, Switchblade or Juice, one of them would be in it. Or both. Juice more than likely, yeah. Or both. Um, but then if they're if one of them are in it, are they, you know, like if Switchblade's in it, is, is he realistically, are you going to have Jay White not win? I've got a name for you. What about Roddy Strong? Oh, Roddy Strong. He's he's a traveling I, wrestler. He'd go abroad. I don't I don't know if they take it off orange, you know. It's it's so preposterous that I could see I could see the best, you know, with a couple of assists throughout the match, some Kofi, Kofi style antics. Um I think he might retain. Okay. I'm happy to go with he's, he, he's been he's been such a good champion, you know. Probably, like I think he gets compared a lot to Gunther online in terms of the length of the run, the amount of defenses, the way he's represented the belt and elevated it. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I go Orange Cassidy. I think. Okay, Orange Cassidy. What does the computer say? Oh God. The computer also says Orange Cassidy to retain. Okay. Three for Orange. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. Probably because it has that... no idea who else is in the match. <laughs> yeah. That, that that being said, the computer also said that Jungle Boy was going to be in the match, um, despite the fact that he's already in the main event. Uh, I'm surprised the computer didn't say the referee puts their own shoulders to the mat, counts to three, <laughs> and then runs off with the title. Because that's a rule. <laughs> that is a rule. <laughs> Oh, right. Uh, Tony Storm, Jamie Hayter. Women's title. Is Soraya jealous? It's Tony Storm taking her thunder? I don't know. I'm confused by this women's title and all the programs around the women's title. I just don't know. But yeah. probably uh, Jamie Hayter? I don't know. I, I think I'm going to say Jamie Hayter. Yeah. Uh, about to serve up a cold glass of Haterade. Yeah, Jamie Hayter for the win. Haterade. <laughs> That's t-shirt. Nice. Any pushback on Hater? Yeah, I could see Hater. I don't know. It this it's really weird. This side of the women's division in AW is really weird. Have you seen the Thunder Rosa interview and comments? Not no. About well, just she she's she's come out and said that with everything that's been said about her online since her injury and stuff, like she's 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 been suicidal since since she's been out. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of people taking digs at Britt Baker and Soraya off the back of it Damn. for their comments about her and everything that was in the aftermath. It's just it's just weird at the minute. It just I, I can't tell with AW. I can't tell what's legit and what's like legit beef. What's just shit because they think it's good promotion yeah. and programming and. It's yeah, it's strange, but and uh, also um, what what is like, what is raising awareness too? I don't know. If, I haven't heard what Thunder Roses had to say, but I don't know if it sounds like it's raising an awareness thing or is it? It's it. The whole thing is really messy. It, it and it's a shame really because we tend to talk about AEW's mess rather than sort of what happens in the ring sometimes, and it's yeah. it's really holding it back. I mean, not that I'm not 
I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm not understanding of Thunder Rose's like situation. Obviously, being out with like back injury for so long, you know, that's got to be terrible. And then, yeah, reading the whole online discourse about you can, um, well, I can only imagine would very much fuck up your mental, you know, if you're a celebrity and you're in the public eye like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's, um, yeah, I, I just don't know if it's holding AEW back more than it is, um, you know, bringing in viewers. Mm. It's, a, it's a weird one. Yeah, mm. and I really don't, I really don't know where they go with the women's title. Like your guess is as good as mine, to be honest. So I'm happy to put this one in your cot, um, which is oh. a total bottle job. But <laughs> I really, I really don't know. Do you know what? For for the sake of a different prediction, we'll go Tony Storm, and we'll just see what happens. See what happens with the the faction. See if Soraya or Ruby respond negatively or positively to it. Fuck it, we'll go Tony Storm. Hey, that's a, it's nice. still a fair. It, this one's one of those matches where it's like. Well, it could go this way, but it could also go this way. Yeah. So and I, I don't think I don't think I don't think we'd be disappointed with either result, really. No. Um, no. You know, uh, AI thinks Tony Storm is going to win with a Storm Zero. All right. Uh, um, and then at the end of the match, it also thinks that Jamie Hater is then going to go shake hands with her opponent. But Tony Storm is going to attack her with a steel chair. Yes, the steel chair oh, yes. has returned. ChatGPT's favorite weapon confirms yeah. the steel chair. Confirmed. <laughs> yeah, the fucking tables, asshole. <laughs> there still might be a table. There still might be. Uh, All right. right. So I was wrong in my last prediction. So this prediction, I am going to say there is going to be a table used somewhere. Then let's go with the Elite versus Blackpool Combat Club. Four on four. There's gotta be a there's gotta be a table. There's gotta yeah. be. The Elite versus the BCC. Some furniture's gonna get broken in this bad boy. I'm I'm leaning towards the Elite, just because you know Hangman's back with them now. It's a nice feel good it would be a nice feel good ending. The the BCC, loving them as heels, uh, and having a more sinister side to them, and the kind of, you know, the ones to humble the roster they're the bullies of the um you know the place as it were so i don't think they it would hurt them to take a loss at all yeah have that feel good elite moment um i think i'm leaning towards I, that i think i'm gonna have to side with that too something about hangman being back with the elite just feels right and it, it gives him i don't know if, if he was a singles guy right now I think he might get lost in the shuffle again. I'm kind of a fan of more faction wars going on and sort of, you know, you have singles matches in between, but yeah, I think it, it makes sense to have hangman back with the, back with the boys, you know, kind of plump that group up yeah. a bit. AI thinks that the Blackpool combat club are going to win after each member hits their finisher on page for the pin. Oh, savage. Wow. So they're gonna they're gonna slowly take out each individual member of the elite backstage, get Paige, work Paige into a trap into the center of the ring, and then every single person hits their finisher, and then Wheeler Utah makes the pin. Oh my god. Damn the cybernetic balls on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. And then I can see it's nice though, it's not a clean sweep, but I'll, I'll take the competition. 
do you know what? That could be the moment that Hangman regrets, you know, joining the wrong team. Maybe he then Ooh. gets in, in with the BCC long term. Oh. And then we get Hangman Not and more. Omega having the biggest feud of 2024. Yes. Not more twists and turns in the Elite and Hangman bloody page. Just a twist every week. Already. For fuck's sake, it's been four years. Ah, it's a twist every week. <laughs> John Moxley gets him back on the source. Dark Cowboy. Right, moving on. Jade versus Tyre. I think it's Tyre's time. Yeah. No. No. I know for I know for the team for the fantasy we need Jade. Jade's the captain. Oh. Well, yeah. Does that, does that mean we side with Jade? Do we put those like positive energies out there? So there's two trains of thought here. We could say for the predictions go with Tyre, and then either way we win, or like we could we could put it all all on Jade. And while you guys make this decision, I'm going to Homer Simpson phase my way out to roll a blunt real quick. <laughs> Go for it. Boys. <laughs> I'm thinking oh, it's got to be got to be tire time, Anthony. It's got to be. Let's let's go tire then, but I hope to God you're wrong cuz um I mean she's reached fi- what we, 500 we days now. At this think... point she's Longest reigning champion, period, in AEW. I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think it makes sense. Like, and then she can. I don't, I, I don't know how long she'll stick around. <laughs> Do you know, actually, she was at Wally Mania, um, right before WrestleMania, and she came on stage, and the TNT title. And let me tell you, I like got caught in a daze. I got dizzy, and so like <laughs> I, I took a, I took a picture for the Instagram, right, and uh, and I captioned it like "Beat me up, Jade." I tagged her in it. And then I saw the next morning that she'd actually seen it. That'd be a story. It'd be better than yeah, the Angel Garza story. Shit. We won't get hey. into that, man. We won't get into Angel Garza. Hey, your best friend, Angel Garza. No, he's not. Um, AI oh, thinks what that... Angel Garza? Oh, we've got to tell the story now. We've got to tell the story now. Then you can't just put that out there and then expect not to talk about it. Just... <laughs> yes. Do you All want right. to tell the story or shall I, Luke? Well, I'll tell it accurately. You'll have some well, weird yeah. chat GPT version. Um, <laughs> what was it? December? Look, it was December 2019, it feels like. Santa Cruz, California. 1973. In Santa Cruz, California, an NXT house show. I, I went there wanting to see some of my, my favorites in wrestling. I wanted to have a really good night. Pete Dunn was on the card. Leo Rush. Adam Cole was there. Keith Lee, Finn Balor. So there was one match that was for the Cruiserweight title. Angel Garza versus Leo Rush. And uh, before, well, as the match started, the ref rings the bell. And Angel Garza slips out of the ring. Great, great heel move, right? Delaying the start of the match. Delaying the start of the match. So everyone's, uh, you know, booing. But I, I'm, a, I'm applauding him. I'm actually, like, appreciative of the work here. Like, the work ethic of the heel. Get, he gets back in the ring. And then he slips out again and I'm, I'm clapping again. I'm on my feet. I'm like, well done, Angel, mate. Like, don't listen to these haters in there. Like, you're a master of your craft. Well done, sir. So I stick my hand up to give him a high five. And then he comes over to in appreciation, the look in his eyes. And then he retrieves the, the hand. He retrieves his high five, leaves me hanging, embarrassed in front of 752 people. I think that was in the, the place that night. Everyone in there goes, oh. And I sink back into my chair, just left humiliated. 
sweaty pits, just ultimate humiliation. After I appreciated Never. his craft, after I gave him props, and he just he just goes and does that to me, and um, Never. I've Never, never forgotten go. that. Never, never ever go all in for a high five against a heel. Well, now fool. I know. Now I know. But um, yeah, I've been waiting for my moment with that guy, my full circle moment. We'll 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 be face to face one day, and I'll I'll let him know of the uh, the emotional triggers that he put into my brain that night. But I'm over it. I don't care. I'm over it. <laughs> Definitely not over it. Hundred percent not over it. I'm I'm. O- why why would I, I think about such man, a knob? <laughs> I, I don't buy it, man. I don't buy it. I th- I think you're still low key hung up on it. I don't even care. It's it's stupid. He's stupid. <laughs> I'll get my moment. I'll get I'll I'll get my high five moment. I fucking will. We'll get it on film. And that'll be it. This is why we what? started the podcast so I can work my way to him. The second the second that guy gets on cameo, oh I'm gonna I'm gonna get a video for for every one of your birthdays pre-recorded from Don't you dare from from now until infinity. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Let's invite him um, on the show and we'll leave him hanging. We won't interview him. <laughs> T- TBS title. Um AI thinks Jade Cargill gets the win after, get this, a simple superplex off the top rope. Oh. Look at the AI with all its cool. fucking knowledge. <laughs> nice. So after, after a nice wrestling match, a, a nice simple superplex for the win. It's, it's such an exhausting match that all it takes in the end is a superplex to take the wind out of the Valkyrie. I'm happy with that. Uh, Nick, did you go Jade or Tyre in that one? Went Tyre. Tyre, all right. A superplex, cool. All right, so we got FTR versus Lisa and Jarrett. Ooh. With, with, with um, Marky Mark as a special guest ref. So, I... Uh, all right. Um, I think I'm just going to say FTR to retain. Uh, I'll be honest. I love the work that Jarrett and Lethal put out. I'm just not like fans of theirs. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, total sense. Okay. I, I totally agree with you there, I think, Nick. I think you can appreciate something without necessarily being really bought into it. Um, I kind of, I like the fact that they're there. I think there's a few that are like, were pissed off when Jarrett turned up and stuff, but it doesn't feel like a waste of FTR's time, which, which is good. I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's them that takes the belts off FTR. It, After the way uh, it's so long to get it. It would be bullshit. I mean, you can see them wanting to keep the Jeff Jarrett train maybe going, but it's it would feel very WCW. I think if like a legit team like FTR lost their belts at you know a big marquee event, mm-hmm. to no no disrespect, but you know veterans of the business who who won't push the tag team division forward, and FTR a long FTR reign will. So yeah, you got to keep yeah. it on them. 
and and not only that, like, can, can, can I also just say, like, they actually called Jeff Jarrett a tag team specialist. <laughs> hmm. What tag teams has Jeff, Jeff Jarrett actually been in exactly? Because the only one, to my knowledge, that I can actually remember was him back when he was with the Road Dog, and the Road Dog was known as the Roadie. I think there was there was that, and then shortly after that, he was tag team champions with Owen Hart. Yes, for for a yeah. short period in '99. But yeah, I, that that's Two all I can remember. Specialist. Yeah, he doesn't come into the tag team conversation, does he? Yeah. No. It's like when I think of tag team guys, I think of guys like fucking Pretty Deadly. I think of guys like the Briscoes. I think of FTR. I think of the Bucks. I think of fucking, uh, what do you call it? Um, Lucha Bros. Like established tag teams. Yeah. I think of Sting and Darby Allen before I think of fucking Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. And it and it's like no, like this doesn't count. It's kind of a Franken team that just kind of worked itself into a storyline. Yeah. It's like, hey, Impact, remember these two? Yep, we got the Machismo and we got Slap Nuts. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett and tag team wrestling just sounds as ridiculous as Angel Garza and being a nice person. You know what I mean? Slap Machismo. There you go. There's the tag team name. Make it not sound generic. Uh, well, obviously, ChatGPT is going to go for Jeff Jarrett, right? Of course it is. You, What's it say? You guys, you guys know ChatGPT so well. It, um, no way. Really? Jarrett, it... Jarrett and Lethal win. Oh, my God. Jarrett, Jarrett pins Dax clean. Oh However, what it has done is said that uh, Matt Briscoe makes the pinfall. What makes it fair? Makes the pinfall, and then there's tension between him and Dax after the match. So there's some long-term booking going on in the old microwave GM. Wait, Briscoe, Mark Briscoe. Obviously, Briscoe being the referee makes the count. Oh, makes the count. Sorry, I heard that completely yeah, 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 wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, was, no, I no, thought no, he was no, doing no. a Roman again, and no, 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 no he Kevin has inserted himself into the match hey i fucked me head up <laughs> right okay you're not the one you're not the one that smoked a blunt <laughs> did i not oh, they're, so so now they're gonna try and legitimize fucking jared and lethal as a fucking tag team great tag, yeah. team, <laughs> tag team specialist put it on t-shirt third tag team, third tag team ever <laughs> we're, we're putting it on a t-shirt that'll be up on the shop by the end of the week Jeff Jarrett, tag team uh, specialist. Right, tag uh, team wrestling for forty years. <laughs> uh, right, uh, Adam Cole. We got two matches left. Adam Cole, Jericho. Gotta be Adam Cole. Gotta be Adam Cole. Has to be. Has to be. Loved the. Uh... All teams have Adam Cole. Four factions. I no think one I. I mean, so I saw what happened between Roddy and Jericho on on Rampage. Yeah, love that. It was great. However, I see Jericho now as how I saw Dolph Ziggler for WWE at one point. 
He's the hey, welcome to the com- welcome back or welcome to the company. I'll be your first feud. Yeah. I think it's got to be Adam Cole. Yeah, so Jericho's like the the test. He's one of the he's one of the testers on the roster, right? You know. Yeah, I think I think Jer- Jericho's not daft either. Somebody coming in who's going to make a big splash, who people are going to be excited by. He wants to attach himself to them as soon as he can because mm-hmm. it just it prolongs his character, his career that little bit more. Yeah, definitely. Got to be Adam Cole, though, eh? Got to be, be Adam Cole. Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Adam Dole, baby. Adam Troll, baby. <laughs> Adam Swole, baby. Booker T wishes. Oh, there so it Chat is. TBT obviously says Chris Jericho then. Of so this, this is the one match where I'm actually going to read the the final beats of this match from ChatGPT because it is interesting. Okay. It could make sense. So in an awe-inspiring moment, Jericho locks Cole in the walls of Jericho, cinching the submission hold with all his might. The crowd erupts in deafening cheers, sensing that victory is within Jericho's grasp. But just as it seems that Jericho is about to secure the win, the lights in the arena flicker, momentarily plunging the venue into darkness. A hush falls over the crowd, unsure of what's happening. When the lights come back on, a hooded figure stands in the ring, wielding a steel chair. The figure mercilessly strikes Jericho from behind, sending him crashing to the mat. The crowd gasps as they recognize the fear as none other than Adam Cole's ally, the returning Kyle O'Reilly. Oh. Get the fuck out. Okay. With Jericho incapacitated, Cole takes advantage of the tip situation, delivering his devastating finishing maneuver, the last shot, the impact crushing, leaving Jericho motionless on the canvas. One, two, three. Call it a night. The UE are getting back together. Yes. The boys are back. We'll get Fish back. (laughs) GPT knows. GPT knows. Oh, my God. I'd love that. That would be great. And then obviously you get a big Undisputed Era versus, you know, Jericho Appreciation Society. You can keep that going for a while longer. War yeah. games. War games. Is is Blood and Guts coming up? Uh, what would be, That'd be like September or something, around that time. Oh, is it? I thought it was this side of the year. Maybe it is. Forbidden Doors, the next one after this. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, maybe summer. You can keep that going. Shit. Right, Adam Cole. Okay, main event. Pillars match. Uh, MJF, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy. I really like the concept for this match. Having, you know, four of them in there. I think, I don't think any of the other three are a credible threat, but I really do like the exposure of, you know, focusing on the pillars and how important they are to the company. It's a good exposure for them to have because people talk about the negative of AEW and the backstage drama too much and they focus on people who haven't really been there since the beginning and haven't you know really built it as much as the I guess the the workhorse guys the other the others in this match well everyone in this match really so yeah I'm all for this uh, as a thing I just think uh, yeah I can't look past MJF you know what I mean 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I I can't. Yet it's got to be MJF to retain. Yeah, yeah. It they got there eventually with it. It felt like with with this, um, it was a horrendous start to it. The whole the the, the four way promo thing, I I didn't enjoy at all. Um, it really felt like it put an even bigger gap between MJF and the other three in terms of where he's at and how much they've still got to do to, to get, get anywhere near that level. Um, it'll be a great in-ring match. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I'm just... Other than other than Dominic Mysterio, I think MJF's untouchable at the minute from the, the level of healdom that he's got. Well, obviously, he's number two to Dom, but, you know... Is this a worthy main event? Even though it is for the world title, but has he got main event, you know, feel to it? I think it does. I think I think Anarchy in the Arena feels more main event than this. But other than that, I would say yeah, I'd say it's the second biggest match on the card. Yeah, I mean, not really a big one, is there? Mm. If you think about it, it's got like the gimmick of like the four pillars in the main event mm-hmm. for the world title. I right. do think though, I, th- I think you do this match now. And then I think in a couple of years time, you replay it and it's a very different, it's a very different match. Yeah. When, when everyone's you know, sort of really matured and got those years in. Yeah. Yeah. Once Jungle Boys hit puberty, once Darby Allen is just broken, can no longer throw himself off things, has to do mat wrestling. Sammy Guevara's just been released from jail for being a deviant. <laughs> what did MJF do? Match. M- MJF <laughs> is uh, recovering from trying to do a Gene Snitsky, but with real life babies. Oh, yeah, accidentally kicked a real baby. For the gimmick, kayfabe. Just kayfabe. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Well, obviously, ChatGPT is probably going to say something like Sting walks away with the belt somehow, (laughs) some way. I don't know. What does it say? I mean, you joke, but it's not far off. So, what the fuck? MJF MJF takes out Sammy on the outside. Jungle Boy takes out MJF, hitting him with what has been described as a thunderous high-flying maneuver. Another t-shirt. But then Darby Allen sneaks into the ring, covers MJF. One, two, three. New champ. Darby Allen. What the fuck? Yep. Okay. ChatGPT wow. thinks Darby's getting the win. Could you imagine? Could you imagine, imagine Twitter? Imagine Twitter that night. Oh, that'd be amazing. On fire. On fire it'd be. Yeah, I'll be on for the win. So, again, I'm looking back, and we're only separated by one prediction, and it's a uh, women's match again. Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm. That's going to decide it. Chad oh, GBT is just all over the place. Could lose terribly or just could beat us all. Yeah. Might be an evil genius. Shit, boys. Got through a lot of matches yes, there. Yes, Nick, we've got to thank you again, mate, for coming on. Uh, this is long, long overdue because, again, like we said at the top, 
thank you for just yeah being day one with this fantasy faction thing and and um you know actually helping us get the word out there we are definitely excited about where it could go and uh, we see all the good community out there when we went to wrestlemania this year it was brilliant in the fact that you could just you know talk to talk to pretty much anyone um there and everyone's everyone's part of the excitement everyone's part of the buzz and it's just it i don't think it was just necessarily the the occasion of wrestlemania like there's there's hardly any assholes there like maybe there's a few in the wrestling scene but for the most part people just kind of love this you know this this silly art form you know it i think it provides just a lot a lot of positivity and we want to be a part of it too we want to you know have a little bit of friendly competition and banter and just kind of bring people together so wherever this goes you know mate we're, we'll be indebted to you for really helping us get this get this thing going get the ball rolling um yeah. so yeah wherever, thank you mate wherever this goes man we're gonna be there bro it's it, 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 we're lifers for this shit it, it's a great community of people i enjoy the company very much it's and it just benefits us all in the end, man. Like everyone is getting their names out there, and you put us on that platform. So thank you. No, you're welcome. We're happy to do it. Happy to. Yeah. We have to get 100%. people in part part of the family. If anyone, you know, if anyone like us, you know, kind of just wants to get this stuff out there, we're we're happy to. We're happy to platform people as much as we can, as uh, you know, for as big or as little as our platform uh, is or may become. Then we're yeah we're happy to spread the love. There's there's just there's loads of really good content out there that's just so different from our own. You, you've got you know, YouTube shows, you've got 2K streams, people are doing the gaming world, and then there's also you know you've got podcasts like A to the K, for example, who interview you know get some big names within the business. So it's just it's it's a I think it's a great time for wrestling. It, there's a there's a really big you know reemergence again, sort of after the. After the COVID years, I think some some really good stuff's coming out of it again. And um, thank you all around. Thank you to everyone who, who takes part. And if anyone is listening to this and does want to join, you've only to go on our Instagram. Uh, we've got links in our bio there. And uh, yeah, just reach out to us. You can join the game. It's completely free. You just pick 10 wrestlers, eight singles in a tag team, and you're pretty much good to go. Thank you guys for having me on. This was like really fun. This was a fun time.